Welcome to This Word is Your Life with Pastor Alexander Arthur, coming to you from Word of Life Christian Center International in Nashville, Tennessee. So, saints, we've got to learn how to memorize the scriptures. Because you're going to be at a point somewhere that you will not be close to a Bible, but the Bible must always be in you. Oh, praise the Lord. And so he comes at you and he tells you, Oh, you don't act like a child of God at all. You got to let him know it is written that I am a child. We sang the song, I am a child. I'm a friend of God. <laughs> what well, is the same thing? Okay? I am a friend of God. I was, I'm a child of God. There's a song about a child of God. What? A, anyway. Any, any song about a child of God? Well, anyway. We know that we are the children of God. Let, let me. Let, Go to John chapter 1, verse 12. This is what it says. John chapter 1, verse 12. It says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So you can say, It is written, Because I have received Jesus, I am a son or a daughter of God. It is written. That's what the Bible says. Because I believe in Jesus, I am the son of God. And that's what you say to him when he tells you. Because that's what he went to. Uh, he went to Adam and Eve. He told Eve, he said, hey, God is, is not sharing with you the, all the truth about who you are. But if you eat this fruit that he tells you not to eat, you will be like him. You follow this? If you don't have the truth in you to help you discern what a lie is, when a lie is given to you, Satan always sugarcoats it with something that will make you swallow it. But you have to know the truth that the moment he says something contrary to the written word, he can go back and say, it is written, I am a child of God because I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Or he comes to you and he says to you, oh, because of the pain in your body, because of this disease or this sickness, that you are going to die from it. He tell you, no, it is written, by his stripes I am healed. Or he comes to you and says, well, you know, your, your checks are bouncing all over the place. You don't have any money in your bank account. You just have to tell him, it is written, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ. You have to know what aid is written. That's how you put on the shield of faith. That's how you put on the shield of faith. And, and, and you know, and as much as it's good to know what God speaks to you in your spirit, and thank God he does that, you must be more interested in the written because the written there's no defense against the written. Because we follow our leader who is Jesus, even though he heard his father tell him right before he went into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan, he didn't quote back to Satan what the father had said to him. He quoted back to Satan what it is written. And as I said, he did it for our benefit. So that in case you don't hear the voice of God on the inside of either, either a, a, a 
a voice, a loud voice that you can hear, audible voice as we, we say, or an inner witness, even if you don't have either of the two, the fact that it is written should be sufficient unto you to use it to fight against the enemy. So the shield of faith must always be up. You wake up in the morning. You should have hope that your day will turn out great. What is hope? Hope is the confident expectation of something good to happen to you. Confident. What is my, how is, how do I derive confident expectation of something good? What God has said to me. What Jesus has done for me. Are you getting me here? You wake up in morning with that. You expect something good to happen to you. And you say, well, if I expect something good to happen to me and I go on a job and all hell breaks loose, what do I do? Something good is still going to happen to me. You have to stay with what it is written. That's how you defend yourself against the lies of the devil. Are you getting me here? And because, you know, uh, Satan plays with all of us. He, he attacks our minds. And I, I speak more about it when we talk about putting on the helmet of salvation. Uh, maybe next week because of but that is going to be important for you to be able to know how do you fight off the attacks in the mind how do you do that because what Satan wants you to think see listen to this and this is so important well, everything I, I've said to you is important but this one is very important in that Satan can get you until he can influence you he can, he can, in a, like I said, he is not all powerful like God is all powerful. I, I was reading, I think it was in Revelation chapter 20, that the Bible says one angel took care of the devil. One, just one. And people are, just one angel. Look, look at uh, Revelation chapter 20, verse, verse 1. Revelation 20, verse 1. And I saw an angel, and angel 1, come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Next verse. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand. That's one angel. And there are several angels that are protecting us. Oh my God in me. That is awesome, isn't it? And so, and so we should not be afraid of the devil at all. What we should be about is to make sure. I remember, I think I told you the story that, uh, that um, I, I once flew from Ohio to New Orleans, or from New Orleans to Ohio, and the plane I was in just dropped precipitously about 3,000 feet. We thought that was the end. Somehow, God steadied the plane, and we made it. Uh, to Ohio. And that was when I wasn't saved. I said, forget it. I'm not going to fly anymore. So whenever I would go to New Orleans, I would get on Greyhound bus because <laughs> I didn't feel like driving all the way. Get on Greyhound bus and I would come through Nashville. I didn't even know I ended up living here and having a church here. Come through the old Greyhound bus station. It's no longer there now. And, and go from there all the way. And we stay on the bus all day to get to your location. All because of fear. Yeah. 
Joseph yet. Until I got born again. And then I learned that God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And I quoted that to myself, meditated in it, quoted that to myself so many times that I can quote it back to you in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love. And so when fear comes, you have to say, it is written. For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. That's what we have to do. Amen. I got him here. Another way to do it, and I, I share this with you. I think it was uh, Minister William May that gave me an article that uh, of uh, an experiment that was done by someone who spoke in tongues. And the peace and the calmness that came upon them, they were doing this experiment in the lab. And they put all these gadgets on them to determine how, when they're speaking in tongues, their blood pressure goes down. So those with high blood pressure, that was one way their blood pressure went down, when they spoke in tongues. And it's free. You don't have to go to Kroger Pharmacy to buy that. It is free. And yet you pray in tongues. I'll get to that ne next week when we, we get to that point. My whole point is that, that, that you have to know what it is written and the benefits that there are for you to use it. And if you are a member of this church, you know, there have been times when people have come here and we prayed in tongues right before service doing intercessory prayer. And some have taken offense about this ministry. I recall a couple that actually came to me and said, Pastor, you are wrong with this. And they left the church because of it. Nice, wonderful people. Boy, they're nicely, wonderfully wrong. <laughs> but I love them. And they left because that's what they thought. <laughs> that's what they thought. But the, but the key here is this. The, 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 the tradition of the elders, the Bible says, have made the word of God, the word of God, non effect. Some people allow customs and traditions, and they don't understand. They, they think that what the Bible says that 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 you, if you speak in tongues in a church setting, you have to also give interpretation of it. That's what they were standing on, and I was trying to tell them that's also in a that's why you have to be able to rightly divide the word. Of truth. That's why you need teachers to us us apart in First Corinthians chapter fourteen. That says that when we speak in tongues, we're speaking unto God. Yes. And that's also where you speak in tongues. If you're preaching as I'm now, and I have to give interpretation of it. You know what I'm saying here? But anyway, so the key is understanding what it is that we do when Satan shows up. We have to put on our shield of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know what, you have to know what is written. Memorize it. Yeah. You have to be able to memorize scripture. Yeah. You have to be able to do it. And some scriptures are not difficult to memorize. I'm the healer of the Lord. Or another scripture that I like, Isaiah chapter 3. It is written, say to the righteous, it shall be well with thee. I'm righteous. So no matter what it is, all is well with me. I got to be here. You have to know this. 
or Psalm 128 verse 2, it says the same thing. In fact, I like something there that I want you to see. Psalm 128 verse 2. Um, For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands, happy shall thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Next verse. The wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Thy children like olive plants run about thy table. Praise the Lord. Verse 4. Behold, that thou shalt the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. It shall be well with you. Say this with It shall be well with me. It is written. It shall be well with me. It is written. It shall be well with me. One more time. It is written. Be loud with it. It is written. It shall be well with me. Praise the Lord. And you can also say, no weapon formed against me. It is written. No weapon formed against me shall ever prosper. Psalm 54 verse 17. So you have to know the scriptures and quote them. And not, not to make somebody think that you, in a, you know, in a prideful way. No. This is for your defense, your protection. Because a shield of faith is for your protection. Oh, glory be to God. You have to also know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. For more information on Pastor Alexander Arthur or Word of Life Christian Center International, go to WLCCI.org or call 615-876-3086. And please consider joining us in person for services Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Or join us for our virtual services on both Facebook and YouTube. Uh, thank you for listening to our program uh, this morning and uh, for those of you who have not had the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, will you pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior and I ask you to come into my life. Take it and do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen. At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at wlcci.org or by phone at 615-876-3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI PO Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding. For the word of life changes lives.